Hashem, I'm going to move the shear back at, back inside now that the 10 o'clock outside. It's going to be easier. I think we'll do the shear in here rather than the dining room. So Hashem will do the shear every day after the uh, after the 9.30. So we just finished in there. We're talking about the Avodah of Achila. really finished that sugya. And we said today, Hashem, we're going to start the Avodah of Shavivim. Yeah? Shavivim. And I understand really what Shavivim is. It's, it's, a, it's a time which many of us probably know very little about. We know that it has something to do with Tekanah Yisoyich, Mir Sabris, something to do with Helchas Nida. There's many things that people know about Shavim. But to really understand what it properly is, what the Avoida of Shavim is, we'll have to get into it. It's going to be, uh, he has, I don't know, 40, 50, 40, 50 pages about what the Avoida is. Al Pipnimius, to understand it, to recognize it. And the same way he does with all of his other farm, to be able to do it in a way which is very practical and very avoidedic to be able to understand it really, to be able to know what we're doing, not just to you know, be able to say fancy words, to be able to talk about big concepts, but to actually really be able to live in a way which we're doing it properly. That's what he's going to give us the ability to, the ability to do. Yeah, so we know that Shevim normally in a regular year goes, Shmois ve'erabai, b'shalach Yisrael mishpatim. We know that the Svar Magadoshim tell us that in the year which is the Ibriyar, which is this year, it goes also Truma and Ditzava also. Shevim Tatz, we have two extra weeks to be able to work in it and to be able to understand what it is and hopefully, hopefully we'll be able to get through all of it. Yeah, so there's a lot of pages here, so we're gonna start going through it and hopefully uh, we'll, get, we'll get more and more clarity in what the Indian is, what the Indian of Shmir Sabris is, what it, what it means practically, what it means Alder Chavoida, and Mr. Shem will be Zeicha to, as we go through Shevim Tat, to actually be able to acquire something out of these days, not just, you know, uh, just to go through them, but to really be able to acquire something out of them. So he begins, he begins the following, Shevim Perak Aleph, he begins off the, the, the Perak, is called Mahi Habris. What is the bris? Right, we all know, every one of us has gotten a bris when we're eight days old. We don't know what a bris mila is practically. We know what, we know what it is. You take the foreskin off. It's mila priya. We know, we know what takes place on a practical level, but what is a bris? What takes place when the, when the child is eight days old and they give him a bris mila? And what's the Indian of being shamer that idea of bris? So he says, Shevim Yimei Tainik V'ar. Shevivim are you may tiny gvar. Kvar noy debi Yisrael goydem alis me ashevivim. We know from the Svar Magadoshim the tremendous mila, the tremendous opportunity that that's given to us during the days of shevivim. Shebehem yesh kayach miyuched liskoy sotikin abris. Right, we know that Rizal tells us that the reason why Kuala Yisrael went down to Mitzrayim was in order to be misakin the idea of pagama abris that was really created by Adam Arishin. Right, the Gemara tells us that Adam Rishon after Adam Rishon ate from the Eitz Adas, Adam Rishon was parish me'ishtay for Kufla Mechana for 130 years, and he was involved in Pagama Bris on Adam Rishon's level, whatever exactly that means. But Adam Rishon was involved in some aspect of Pagama Bris and the avoid of going down to Mitzrayim, going down to Eretz Aretz and Geula from Mitzrayim is all revolving around the idea of Shmir Sabris. That's why we Dafka went down to Eretz Aretz, wasn't just Stamash and put us in the place that's the most immoral place. Our avoid was dafka to go down there in order to be able to elevate ourselves from that place of Chayshach, in order to be able to massacre in the bris and try to fix up really all of uh, all the creation. We'll go back to Adam Rishon's chet, at least post Eitzadas Tevara, the chet of the Kuflam and Shona, to be able to fix that up and to be able to make a ticket on that idea of bris. And therefore, this, the Arizal tells us that every year, beginning of Parsha Shemais, when we start talking about the process of going down into Mitzrayim, and more so the process of leaving Mitzrayim, which goes all the way till basically Parsh Mishpatim, when we get Ma'an Torah, Yisr Mishpatim, when we get the mitzvahs, all the way through there, to be able to get to that place of getting out of Mitzrayim, all is revolves around the idea of Tikkun Abris. Yeah, when people hear normally about there are days, as weeks, as a few weeks throughout the year when he could be involved in the idea of taking our bris. Most of us, it's not, it's not a time that we're looking forward to. Yeah, we look forward to Hanukkah, we look forward to Purim, 
And in between, there's these days called Shavim. So either we just, you know, ignore it, as, you know, most of us probably grow, didn't grow up with Shavim being, you know, something celebrated in our homes, something which was a, which is a sugya in our houses and our yeshivas. So either we just go past it and say, there's some concept called Shavim, which is meant literally, you know, just from the Kabbalim. Or we say, no, there's something called Shavim, which is meant for us, but it's an avodah which is not so gishmak. It's an avodah which I'm not looking forward to. I'm not, I'm not excited about the idea of taking a bris. I'm not excited about the idea of shmir sabris. I'm not excited about working on myself in order to ensure that I'm not involved, I'm not involved in things of taiva. It's not something which I look forward to. It's kveidah, it's heavy. Kilu yamim kashim. Yeah, there's tishabav and there's, uh, there's Elul and there's Rishon and Yom Kippur and there's days we have to work on ourselves and days that are fun. Chanukah and are fun. Shevim is like Elul. It's time when you have to work on yourself. It's good. We all recognize the importance of working ourselves, but it's not. It's days which have heaviness to it. It's days which we're not excited to. And the reason for this is, why do, why do we look at it as, as, you know, with a certain sense of dread when it comes to Shevim? She'inina bris is because we think she'inina bris irak lefesh mitaivis. We think that shmiris abris means be pirishim all yitaivis. Yeah, you're involved in pagama bris, whatever that means, whether it's pagama makshava, whether it's looking at things you shouldn't be looking at, whether it's actual literal, literal pagama bris, whatever aspect of pagama bris you're, in, you're, you're, you're involved in, you think that the idea of Shevim is separate yourself from Pagama Bris. Now, it, separating myself, Surmeira, is not something I look forward to. It's not something I'm excited to. Something I may know that I need to do, but it's not something I'm going to mark off on my calendars. These are the days that I could be involved in being Pirish or my Taivas. Uh, okay, I need to do it, but it's not, there's no excitement to it. And since that's something which is hard and difficult and challenging for a person, especially in our generation, this Rabbi Kedoshim explained to us that our generation, the Frat, deals with Tikkun HaYesoyed more than any other generation. Our Avodah, as we get to the world of Ka'ula, is to work on the world of Yesoyed, which is Shmir Sabris, and Malchus, which is Amuna, Tfila, recognition of the Rabbanishim in our lives. Since that's our Avodah, we all deal with the, with the practical challenges of it day in, day out, so we're not excited to be able to work on that aspect of being parish metayvis. So the whole idea of shavim is like, it's just like puts a damper, it's like good, it's in the winter, it's cold, it's, you know, we just like get it in between Chanukah and Purim, we put in a couple of weeks where we have to work on ourselves, but uh, okay, well, let's, let's move to the real things, let's move to Purim, let's move to the things that are actually exciting. Avala Emasi, but all that's all becomes because of a false perception, right? Many of the times what he does in the Sefer Behamda Kecha just explains to us that we have certain ways of viewing things, certain ways of uh, looking at certain realities, and we look at it a certain way, and therefore we have a certain hergish towards it, and then once we understand and are able to peel off some of the layers and understand what, what's really taking place, Alpnemius, we get a whole brand new perspective on the whole thing and the whole world, everything shifts, we understand what a Yom Tif is, we understand what a Shabbos is, we understand what a davening is, what, what Torah is, we get a whole brand new perspective. It says the same thing with Shmir Sabris. Shmir Sabris, if we think it's only being Parish Mataivas, then it's not Kashmak, it's hard, it's difficult, it's challenging, and it's not something we look forward to. Avala Emesi, the truth is, these are days which are filled with light. They're filled with Kirvat Hashem Yisbarach, not just Kirvat Hashem through the Sur Meira, but Kirvat Hashem through feeling the Oinig in our, in our relationship with Him. There's nothing that gives us more pleasure and more enjoyment. Yosem in the aspect of working on bris and recognizing what, what proper Shmir Sabris means. Not just the aspect of being Parish Metaivis, but knowing what that world looks like and utilizing it and. and, and, and capitalizing on the idea of bris properly, when we do that, he says, Ein there's nothing more pleasurable in the world. Ki Hashem Hashem, and the connection with the Rabbanish Right, we all know, we all recognize that our relationship, our connection with the Rabbanish brings us a tiny, it brings us the greatest level of tiny. 
Right, we began at the beginning of, of the Biyam Kecha, the beginning of the Sefer, that he has in Derech the whole beginning, the whole Hagdama to the whole Sefer is the, the recognition and the belief that, that, that Avedis Hashem is supposed to be enjoyable, it's supposed to be Gishmat. The Rav didn't put us in this world to suffer for 120 years and then get rewarded in the next world. The Rav also wants us to enjoy this world. The Rav is toiv, the Rav wants to be mativ, not just in the next world, not just with the ultimate good in Olam Haba, not just with the ultimate good in Ganeidim, but the Rav also wants that we should enjoy this world, that we should live lives of total pleasure in this world. And when we recognize that the Rav desires us to have pleasure, and we also recognize that at the same time the Rosh gave us all of Tariq mitzvahs, so it has to be the Tariq mitzvahs, which are given, by, given to us by he who desires us to have the most pleasure in life, have to be that which is going to give us pleasure. Right? That's what begins the whole Sefer. It goes on pages and pages proving this and explaining this, but if we don't recognize, if we don't believe this, that, that the purpose of all of Tariq mitzvahs is to bring us pleasure, then something's off in our in our perspective on what Torah mitzvahs are. If we think that it's meant to just make us make our lives more difficult, and then hopefully in 120 years we'll get schar, so then th- there's something off about our perception of what the Rav created the world for. Rav wants us to enjoy not just the next world, he wants us to enjoy this world. And avoid this Hashem is baruch, and the kesher that we have at Hashem is tainig atzam the nefesh, brings a tremendous amount of tainig to the nefesh, something which any other tainig is not real tainig compared to it. Taste and see that the Rav is good. David Melech again and again and throughout Chazal, again and again throughout Tanakh, again the concept of Oinig, the concept of Oinig, the concept of Tainig, the concept of enjoyment is something which shines through again and again. It's enjoyable, it's supposed to be Geshmak, it's supposed to be something which sits well with you, something which you take pleasure out of. Now again, it doesn't mean that it's not hard, it doesn't mean that there's no work that needs to be put into it, but this real pleasure comes with hard work. Real pleasure comes when you put Avaida into something and then you're able to appreciate, you're able to value it. That brings a person the greatest sense of tainig. And therefore, Avaida Hashem is Barach and the connection with Hashem brings a person to tainig Atzim Lanefesh, brings a person to unbelievable levels of tainig. The whole idea of Shmir Sabris, when a person is involved in Avaida Shmir Sabris, it's not that Hashem is telling you, I don't want you to have pleasure. You're pleasuring yourself with whatever pleasures you're involved in. You think that that's enjoyable. Rosh says, I don't want you to enjoy yourself. I don't like it. I don't like that you're having a good time in this world. I want you to be miserable. And therefore, here's something that you enjoy. Here's something that you find pleasure in. I don't want you to have pleasure. Rosh says, I prefer that you be miserable. It's not what Shmir Sabris means. What the Ranisham is doing with the concept of Shmir Sabris, what every one of us is doing for ourselves with Shmir Sabris, is giving up false Tainig in order to be able to create, in order to be able to achieve real timing. So Shmir Sabris, the Avoid of Shevim is not, okay, stop enjoying yourself. The Avoid of Shevim is start really enjoying yourself. Start utilizing real enjoyment, start having real Geshmak in life, how? By creating a real and cultivating a real relationship with Hashem. Now part of that is Avada involved in the world of Surmira. Some of it has to be, okay, we have to stop doing the things that are getting in the way of our relationship with Hashem. But all of that is only in order to get to real tainig. So the avoid of shavim is not, okay, stop doing something. The avoid of shavim is start living an enjoyable life filled with pleasure. That's what Shmir Sabris means, that's what shavim means. It's the only real tainig. So the whole idea of Shmir Sabris is just in order to protect the concept of bris, which we'll explain in, the, in, in Ois Beis what that means, to protect the concept of bris so that I can actually enjoy my relationship with Hashem. Shem lechem k'zivim v'tchilasem masak v'seifu mar 
to get rid of all the fake tanugam of the Yetzirah, which look very enjoyable at the beginning, but leaves a person feeling miserable and depressed and sad and angry, doesn't leave a person with a sense of real tainug, right? It, it is the purpose of, you know, a, person, a person's married and they say, okay, I need to stay away from, you know, stay away from talking to other women. I need to stay away from relationships with other women. The, the point of doing that is not just in order to stay away from other things. The point of doing that is in order to, to strengthen one's relationship with their own spouse. So it's not, okay, just shmira from something else. It's not just a sormira. The purpose of the sormira from anything outside of your marriage is only in order to strengthen your own marriage to give you real tainik in marriage. So when a person's involved in that shmira, it allows real tainik to shine through. So shavivim is not about shmira sabris for the sake of stopping tainik, it's the avoid of Shmir Sabris for the sake of achieving real tainig. Therefore, we have to be able to approach the whole sugya with the proper, with the proper perspective. Then you're ever excited. You tell me what I'm going to get is more enjoyable than what I, what I already have. You tell me I'm going to be able to have real tainig and what I'm involved in is not real tainig. So then I'm excited. Now, so now, now I want to hear about Shavim. Now tell me what these days look like. Understanding what the bris is. Which we'll talk about tomorrow, what a bris is and what it means to be shamer the bris. When you understand what it is properly, when you have the proper perspective on what shmir sabris is and what tain, what real tainig is, then you're able to achieve and, and be able to and be able to get the kalim to be able to overcome even the nisyanis in our generation. Tomorrow will explain what the Indian bris is, Nascham Sherisha Indian. We'll start all the way from the top, understanding what what brismila? What happens at a brismila? What the Indian of brismila is once you pass day eight, right? We'll still have a brismila. Is it just a one-time thing that you got a bris and then you just move on with your life? What's the Indian of brismila every day of our lives? As he does throughout all the swarm, darga by darga by darga until we achieve and understand what proper healthy shemir sabris is and what tainig we can get when we are shemir the bris properly. Shukach.